Hi guys, welcome to episode 5 of Jackpot Diaries, a podcast documenting the experiences of African immigrants in the diaspora. On this week's episode, we talked about being black, the identity crisis that comes with, pledging fraternities, diaspora wars, and a little bit of identity politics. Yeah, this, this was a, an amazing episode. I think you guys will thoroughly enjoy it. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Diaries. Enjoy! Hi guys, welcome to episode 5. Man, what will we know? Episode 5, yeah, of Jackpot Diaries. Um, today Love we have that. a guest with us. Uh, Marcel, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, so I'm Marcel. I'm currently living in Austin, Texas. From Lagos, Nigeria, Niger boy for life. Okay, I have and a question. What was your original name? That's actually so my my, <laughs> <laughs> my, my name. Marcel is having two names. Yes, now it's part yeah. of two Actually, it's actually Marcelinus, right? Oh. So One my more time. name is Marcelinus. Marcelinus. That's a full okay. name, so I just shortened it to Marcel. Mm. So okay. my I've been going by Marcel from like primary school. Oh. You understand? So like my Igbo name is Chijoke. That's what they call me at home, my mom, my dad. But like right from I guess like I just started, I just started you know using the name Marcel my middle name since so it just stuck with me hmm. you know okay and it's even better because at least they don't butcher it because I'm sure if, if I took Chiyoke here now Voila. Yeah. she was problem like this like yeah. so I was like definitely you're talking to the right crowd yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have another so... question wait I have another question so you say you're from Lagos yeah like you grew up in Lagos and went to school in Lagos yeah. and all that good ah. stuff where's your family my I actually went to secondary school Oh, I'm Igbo now, so I'm from Imo State, you understand? Mm. But like, I actually went to secondary school in Open State. Mm. But I did primary school, I lived in Festac Town, so like, and that's like, Dang. you know, I'm out of Lagos. So like, you know, I went to primary school there. Most of our family, like cousins and everything, they live in Festac, so I don't know how they carry me to Open State for secondary school, but... Yeah, they carry us to Open State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Abusa, we know that area well. We pass it every, uh, we pass which, it every which, time which we go to school, we know it. Which area? Where do you go to Agbara? Agbara? Oh, where is Jogodi? Oh, where were you are in Ugustay? Ah, gone. You do love Ugustay like this. Yeah. It's crazy. Work, work. What school is that? Christ King Catholic College. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like, it was not easy, man. That one is another story for another day. So we used to call it because that thing was crazy. Yeah, so how did you end up Jagbara? How did that come up for you then? So I always wanted to like jackpot from from this thing because like mine was different. I'm last child, right? So my I have like four elder siblings. Mm-hmm. Some of them mm-hmm. are, were already abroad. Some of them were in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So I saw some some of them school abroad. Some of them school in Nigeria. So I already seen the differences between schooling abroad and school in Nigeria. I mean, I already made up my mind in secondary school that one more. Yeah, I was long. Oh, I did long. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this thing. No. I don't want to do this Nigerian country. All this jam, right? Jam three times. Mm-hmm. My sister will jam three times. You know, I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing this. So, so when it was like SS2 time, mm-hmm. I took the SAT. Okay. Yes, that's what like, my school used to do like SAT. So I was like, oh, this exam, nice. So this is what they used to do to America. But I failed, because that was my first time. But yeah, at least I got the scope of what they meant. Like, I wanted, I, yeah, you know, like, do you study for First time for practice. No, no, like, to get yourself this thing. Because I used to prepare for SAT like I was preparing for work. I don't know what SAT was doing. So I feel like this, I don't know why. So, like, but I kind of like got the idea of the exam then. After the graduation, I told my mom I wanted to do it again. Mm. But by that time, I did everything, jam, push, jam, and everything. And the one of them is to go to Nigeria. 
but I was still kind of pushing, mm. you understand? Then I kind of took the leap that I'm not doing this anymore, man. Like, I told my mom straight up, like, instead of putting around the bush, I just told her like this that I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, oh, okay, let's try the final option. So we're now enrolled in an SAT center lesson okay. where I was able to, like, actually prepare for the SAT and stuff. Mm-hmm. And before then, like, I had, I had, like, a family friend that schooled in Howard University. Oh, you're at Howard? No, I didn't go to Howard, oh. but I had a friend that's good in Howard, a okay. family friend. So that kind of brought me to like the realization of ah, there's things like scholarships. So mm-hmm. like it's not just mounts, it's actually real. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's like things like that. So I was like, okay. So and I, that also made me understand like there's there's schools in the US that are black, like black HBCUs. Yeah. Because you don't find them in any other Western countries, like black schools. Yeah. So yeah. that gave me the scope and everything. So that's how I like, you know, hit my hit my family friend up and everything. And you know, I started studying for the SAT, I did better. I was able to get like some scholarship and I applied to a couple of schools I got in to Perfect. some, you know. So that was like my Japa story, man. Everything just, you know, came down altogether. Like it was looking crazy, but you know, thank God. That's why I was able to come here. You made it happen. So uh, where'd you end up going? Um University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. Oh. I didn't know that was HBCU. <laughs> yeah. So like end of here, Arkansas. Arkansas is like I mean it's in deep south. First thing that comes to your mind is like, ah, Arkansas, you know. You know, it's just it's not that right. it's not a lot of diversity. Yeah. That's what you think, which is fair. From first start to Arkansas, that's a that's, that's a big bro. switch, bro, my guy. But let me put the truth like any school that gave me scholarship, I just I just had to take it because mm-hmm. I was because like all that negotiation with my parents, time was going. Yeah. So like I had to do the SAT and start applying and everything. So you need to apply pressure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as I came through like this, I didn't even think twice. Mm. So um yeah, that's that's how I got into Arkansas. Dang. So you knew it was an HBCU going in then? Oh yeah I did. So well, let me tell you what I did basically. So like I, I kind of noticed that HBCUs are giving scholarships. Mm-hmm. So I literally like searched HBCUs in the US when I was applying to schools. You know how you see like Howard University, mm-hmm. you see um you know different universities and you see the university of a state. Mm-hmm. The name mm-hmm. is like, for example, when you're University of Lagos, you're like, ah, this is a big school. Mm-hmm. University mm-hmm. of New York. Oh, no, yeah, University yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, so then I saw University of Arkansas. And that name I never heard it before. I was like, you know, I was like, ah, this name is foreign, it's nice and everything. And that was like, <laughs> and that's like one of the few HBCs that actually starts with University of. Mm-hmm. I think it's only like two that have University of in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, well, let me click on this one. Their website was fine and everything. I was like, ah. This guy was going up on vibes. Love it. But research, though. you did research. That's real. I was like, ah, okay, this this looks this looks real. So that's how I can that's literally how I ended up. I didn't know about Arkansas. Like I didn't know about the states. I used to even pronounce it Arkansas mm-hmm. until the day I actually. A lot, a lot, a lot of people make that mistake actually. I I won't say I'll names, but I know one or two people. <laughs> normal, normal. <laughs> normal, bro. Like yeah. like a lot of people will be there. even even like. A lot of people gone, like a lot of people that haven't gone. They have to like force themselves to start pronouncing it well. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of how everything ended up, man. Were there other like Nigerians or like other? Nah, that's, that's, that's like it's kind of like you know when you move to, for example, like if you move to Nigeria, like Lagos, at least you see like a lot of people from different parts. Mm-hmm. I guess so it's kind of like the Sokoto of America. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's very remote. It's very like remote. It's not. You that's know, very specific. it's very specific. Like it's not like you're going to like maybe the the, the Lagos people, yeah. the, the, yeah. the Abuja. It's not Houston. It's exactly it's like not Houston. It's not New York. So what's the what's the capital of Arkansas? St. Louis. Nah, no. Little Rock. Little Rock. Mm-hmm. How far? How far was the university from Little Rock? It was forty five minutes. 
Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Last, there was place for us to jai. Yeah, last So, like, Nigerians, honestly, like, the Nigerians from Nigeria, mm-hmm. at the time I got to school, only four. Oh, wow. Like, literally, I mean, there were, like, people, Nigerian-Americans, people that were born first here. First gen, yeah. First gen, oh. second gen. But, like, the Nigerians gone, like, from Nigeria that actually lived to, like, maybe 18, 16. Oh. We're, like, only just four. It was crazy. Were you guys close? We're close. So, actually, Sean, Sean was one of them. Ah, yeah, one of them. the more you know, the more one you know. One of my, then, um, me, she, she went to the um, high school in, um, you know, the state of Nigeria. Mm. She was one of Another person, Sean, but that one was a grad student. Okay. So, and he had, like, an uncle in the school that was teaching. Mm. So, like, literally, before I, Sean, and Olaomi came, it was just Sean that was, like, really, like, yeah. Nigerian brought up person the whole college, like, crazy. She was very happy to see you guys, I'm sure. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw, after this, we used to hang out, we used to. You helped us adapt, she helped us adapt, helped mm-hmm. us show us the way and everything. And he was also in the same major, the same department, because I did mm-hmm. CS. Okay. So that was really helpful. Sweet, sweet. Okay, so that means that you. So you're an HBCU, there's only like four Nigerian American. No, Nigerian, sorry, Nigerians. Like, like I grew up there. So Nigeria. I'm presuming that a lot of your main friends ended up being like. African Americans. Oh yeah, yes. Talk to me about that. I want to know one. So we've talked in previous episodes about like our initial perception of Black Americans prior yeah. to moving. <clears throat> what was your, what were your, what was your perception of them before you actually started interacting with them? Yeah. So like you know like in Nigeria, like most of I mean like we know we know the celebrities like we grew up with Beyonce you know mm-hmm. all this Jay Z everything. And like sometimes when they depict them in the media, they depict them as they just look at the the bad side, the downside of things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's very fair. It's fair for like an African and Nigerian to come in and be like, oh, let me let me let me be very very careful myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's that like that's fair enough. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I mean that that's kind of like you know how I how I got in to be honest, like you know, and but like it was different for me because like I had no other option. Like yeah. I couldn't just related to just two people mm-hmm. and like, it's not just the fact that we're just a few nigerians we're barely any like africans period yeah you understand so it took me a while to actually like come out and like you know absorb it into the, exactly but like when i when i started it started by like just having that personal because the professors as well like a lot of we're, we're mostly african americans right mm-hmm. so it started off by having this relationship with them you know and all those things you know gradually your classmates gradually your, your roommates mm-hmm. my roommates was actually like it's crazy because my roommate, I and my roommate became very close later on. My roommate's from Chicago, mm-hmm. you know. Like when we came, we didn't click at all, not even one. Damn. Like I was here, he was here. We're like from both ends Friends, of the world. Yeah. Crazy that after the first semester, like we became so close. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened? I think it's just like um, sometimes we just just have conversations. Like once I think one time we were trying to like um, I don't know what we were trying to do. So we actually um, started talking, like we started, I think we were trying to like change the way our room was set up, you know, and you know, we just said, from there, we just said, as we were walking, we were just talking, like talking, talking, we actually started knowing more about ourselves and everything, and we actually, like the shows I used to watch going back, those are the shows I used to watch, his artists, mm-hmm. the artists, you know, different things, and you know, from there, you know, we started learning more about it. each other, he, he had a sister in the, that was there, um, she used to come and see him because she was a senior, so like, you know, I said I know his family, mm-hmm. you know. And like that time my mom was around, like when I like the first semester, like for the most part she was around, like there. You know, she met he met my, my mom and everything and you know, 
Like that was just natural. Like we just started blending. Started so talking. you kind of stop being like this, like black american person i'm exactly. more being my roommate yeah so my mm-hmm. roommate like mm-hmm. anything like we go go out go go have like go to the cafeteria the cafe together we mm-hmm. the classes we had together we go together you know everything was just we're gonna play basketball together you know i'm a soccer fan so like i played all soccer like i ever started teaching how to play because mm-hmm. it was fast you know like all those things and it was just i was even going to spend thanksgiving with him at some point so like it was it became it became natural we go to parties college parties together you know how his receive parties are crazy, you know. Damn, tell me about this because I don't know about this. Uh, like, the parties are insane. Uh, the parties are insane. You know how black people become like. <laughs> also, you like even when you go to like, you know, even how how and that's like the, some things we share in common. Like when we party, we party hard. Mm-hmm. You see Jamaicans when they party, they party hard. Yeah. When you go to Afrobeat party, like everyone is turning up. Everybody's yeah. big boy. Everybody's doing everything. So that's how it is to like you know. If, I mean, there's trap music, there's everything, but like everybody goes out to party. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was it was fun. Like maybe sometimes you have like a stressful week in, in school. Mm-hmm. You know, you just go out. You know, have fun, dance. Vibes. You know, vibes. I you will know, see one or two women, young them. You know, all those kind of things. So. Yeah. So I didn't really like. Um, my roommate was white. Oh. Shout out Lizzie. It's my favorite person. My favorite white girl. Um, nice. but. What you go to? I was born and Mary in Virginia, in Southern Virginia. Um, and then I transferred so out, but um, thank God you left that place. Why? Why? What happened? Did you guys go to the same? We did not go to the same school. But if I wanted to go and visit her, if I wanted to go and visit her, I wouldn't even know how to get there. It would have, <laughs> it would have, it would have required too much planning yeah. and too many buses, and I can only do one bus per trip. So I'm just glad <laughs> you came to somewhere else. <laughs> you kept somewhere more accessible. But I was saying, like, I didn't have, so the black people at my school Mm -hmm. were, um, it was a small school, so that means that the black population, we were very, like, Mm close-knit, and similar to you, like, you know, you have those, like, perceptions of what black Americans are like, but when that's your only option of friends, like, those ideas, those things, they start to break down, and you start to just see them as, like, people, and one of the Uh things that they really did for me was, like, coming to terms with, like, yeah, in many ways, like, I'm, I'm Nigerian, you're um, black American, but, like, we're all black in the mm-hmm. U.S. Like, that's a whole new identity that I had to adopt that I yeah. never had to adopt before. And, like, yeah. uh-huh. just coming to terms with that was pretty hard. Like, I think that was part of the reason why I left also, because I felt like I didn't really fit in anywhere at Women Mary. Like, oh. it was too, I don't know, it was a small community and... I think I was searching really hard for like, you know how you come to America and okay, Houston, everybody, they're plenty Nigerians, they're plenty Nigerians, they're plenty Nigerians. I convinced myself that, oh, I just go anyway and surely there'll be Nigerians there, right? Yeah. So I was still chasing, like, a move. Oh, yeah. I was still chasing that yeah. thing, right? Oh, my Yeah, it's not. I said myself, so when I realized I couldn't get that experience, yeah. I was like, oh, let me just try and get this elsewhere. But mm-hmm. also, it was. It was such a hard stark so change. So that's why you left? That's why well, I was one of the reasons why I left. Wow. That and I was in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. it was, Honestly, it was I too feel, much change. I felt this. That's how yeah. I felt. I remember having this conversation with Sean, like, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I was like, everything was so... And that's when I, I started, like, breaking my, my boundaries. I was like, I was like, I was feeling like I didn't fit in. Like, it was mm-hmm. too much. Like, you know, the change was too drastic. I didn't yeah. even have, like, any middle point. Mm-hmm. 
like I was I remember like even sending some emails to some universities back then like sophomore years like, ah, I'm just gonna transfer somewhere. Yeah I did it too I carried you myself. Know. I was like yeah. I'm just yeah. doing Malik you went to Drexel in Philly. Ah. That's that correct. That's a big. I have a big thing. Fancy school. Once I get a Loyola person on this podcast, they will explain to me that Loyola to US pipeline and why they are all I in Drexel. Because what? I think I think someone from Drexel goes to Loyola every year to recruit. Because mm-hmm. I think I, I think someone also came to Drexel. I think someone actually Corona. I think um one of the faculty members actually came to Drexel and you know spoke about Drexel and all that good stuff to get people to go. That's not why I went. It just kind of panned out that oh actually one of the faculties that I one of the professors I actually took classes with he was like, Oh yeah, I came I came to recruit in Nigeria back, you know, in mm-hmm. so yeah and I now put piece together like, Oh, you did come that one time, you know. And I was literally in the hall when he when he came and told us all about Drexel. Mm-hmm. So what was yours yeah. like? Yeah. Like what was that move for you? Is Drexel in Philly? Drexel's in Philly. So you're 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 in a bigger city, you're in a school where there's a lot more like Nigerians. Yeah, I think, yeah. What was that like? Yeah. So I mean like because you know I went to school in Philly, there's a there's a big black population. Maybe not necessarily in university, but the city as well. The city, yeah. Yeah, yeah the city. Right. And again, there's a huge African, I I'm not even going to say Nigerian, African population at Drexel as well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. another thing is that I was also surrounded by like two other universities. Like Philly is a big, like Penn, UPenn is literally mm-hmm. one street away. Mm-hmm. Um, Temple University is three, three train stops away. Okay. So like, you know, by the time the Drexel ASU, the Penn ASU, ASA, the Penn ASA and the Temple ASA get you together. Uh, <clears throat> not really, not really, yeah, but you know, link up like this, yeah, it's rabbit, it's too much, rabbit, too much. No, no event hall that would fit all of us, without us destroying the foundation, but um, yeah, so like, I always had a sense of community. I, I hate to, I hate to say it. To you guys but i didn't necessarily have the experience that you guys did no that's um, good yeah some people and i think that's why i like this podcast like there's too many different experiences mm-hmm. like yeah. we didn't have all those essay i don't know how you guys been doing essay weekend like i've cancelled association i never Whoa, did all those things this texas show you this texas if you care like, about the ASA weekend that they used uh, to i used to hear about that thing man like it's some people buy outfit like 4k 5k like yeah ah yeah cool no, uh, we'll have, one day we'll have some You buy a shoe like this for me. Yeah. Well, some kind of crazy things. For ASC. Mm-hmm. For ASC, we came out a big. They would drive for hours. Who would drive? Ah. <laughs> it was a whole thing. So, okay. So, you had a better experience than us. Shout out you. But um, I think we definitely all had the shared experience of like, now we're identifying as black people. Yeah. Uh-huh. What was that like for you? Because I struggled. I really struggled. I remember my junior year. So this is after I had transferred, I got into the new school. <clears throat> to my shock again, there are not a lot of Nigerians. Um, <clears throat> and so I, I had a full-on identity crisis my junior year. Mm-hmm. Like that coupled with a lot of other things that were happening. And it just so happened I was taking an intro to English writing class. And they were like, you know, write about whatever you want. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pour all of this like confusion, oh, what I'm feeling nice. into like writing a bunch of papers, doing a whole bunch of research, like just coming to terms with it. 
and it's hard because like on the surface you're black mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? like nobody nobody cares unless they ask you and then you get into all these things but like but you still also want to preserve the fact that you're nigerian mm-hmm. you know because yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's still like your yeah. your biggest identity exactly. you know what i mean exactly so like how do you how do you make space for that when you're supposed to be presenting as something else what was that like for you yeah true so i mean like going in nigeria like we never thought about all those things yeah it's just everybody is the same thing you know the only thing is that this one is you know, but this one is fair mm. this one is dark finish that's yeah, my thing. color of god Oh God, I mean, that's <laughs> so like fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that time we are feeling from it'll be like complexion. Remember that time? Oh, yeah. yeah. What was that yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. That is a lie. No, remember true. that time in Nigeria when you're feeling from like when you're this you your name, your age. Can't you remember complexion? That was. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, like, but it wasn't. It wasn't any big deal for us though. Yeah. Like, it was just. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, here like I mean the overall distance, like the overall race is black. Obviously, mm-hmm. we drill down this. There's African, there's African American, there's Caribbean, there's mm-hmm. Europe, there's Black European, Black French, all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that identity, right? Like I always, I mean, I knew I was different, right? But I knew, like, you know, just when when I was on campus, like everybody looks like me, everybody similar to me, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll go to class, everybody looks like me. I never felt like, I think even like it kind of even affected me sometimes when I was off campus, like mm-hmm. I would like see white people because my my experience was I came straight from Lagos. To HBCU and the city where my school was was a black city. Mind you, mm-hmm. a black city in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like think of it. So like I, I only barely saw like non white people like maybe when I go to Walmart or something. So even kind of affected me, like I was not even used to them. Because mm-hmm. I was so used to like people that look like me and everything. So do things that I just knew I was different from these people. Like I knew I grew up from diff- different places. I knew my mm-hmm. my, my um, perception was look was a little bit different. Did any of your classmates kind of treat you differently? Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's always that, that um, it's, it's something that we, we, we see to today, mm-hmm. that diaspora tension, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. You know, that diaspora tension, that people, people take it, people are welcoming up about it, people are like, mm, they have that, you know, they have this tension, mm-hmm. which, which I've never really understood, but mm-hmm. thankfully I always dealt with people that, you know, that were so welcoming to me, yeah. you know, and that's how I can, like, because me, I don't like, I'm someone that doesn't like, like, wildlife. Like, if I yeah. see, see, this one don't be my existence, I could just take my own to go away, it's very be So, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of like how it was. Mm-hmm. So, Abim, do you know why we have that tension? I, so I have an hypothesis, right? And maybe okay. we'll confirm this to somebody else. But my idea is for us who, like, relocated and came in, we kind of walked into a situation that we didn't realize was happening already, yeah. right? So, there's a lot of those first gen kids first-gen African kids who were made fun of for being African, right? Yeah. And I don't, also on the flip end, they had parents who, similar to us, they grew up in Nigeria and had that perception of what black people were supposed to be like, be mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, almost in kind of like a lesser than type of way, mm-hmm. right? And so when both people have these stereotypes and ideas of each other, mm-hmm. it creates a clash that like, if you, us that we walked in after the fact, we didn't even participate in the clash, we walked exactly. into it, so we kind of like had to deal with it also. Yeah. Like for the most part, I never really, I never really had to do that again. I think I had people who were welcoming around me and that kind of thing. I never got the booty scratcher and none of that, yeah. right? But I remember when I was at Tulane, Tulane didn't have an ASA. It was only in grad school and a specific grad school too, it was kind of weird. 
But I remember there was another school who had come to visit and they were talking about how for them their own BSU events. So I would go to BSU events now because what other option do I have, right? So, um, and they would talk about like some issues they would have with their own ASA about how they would schedule events at the same time and then these Africans, this, these Africans, that. And I remember like all that was happening. I'd put up my hand like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Because this, this beef or beefing is not actually making any sense, right? And so my own thing was like, I want you guys to also deep that like, yeah like africans are coming in with perceived notions but mm-hmm. they're also dealing with like brand new lives like for the most part we started entirely new lives right mm-hmm. and instead of being like rivals and pushing each other and fighting these stupid diasporic wars one the whites are still laughing at us one but two i think our role in this as fellow black people is to be like let me help you out like yeah. this is welcome because like at the end of the day we're really just cousins that just Exactly. Well, like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think, but I think things have to give on both ends, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I feel you. I feel like you know the BSU community has to be like, okay, welcome guys. This is what's going on here. This is what we've been dealing with. This is how Mm -hmm. I'm moving forward. This DP. Then Mm -hmm. Africa's need to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I learned all of these things about you that are not necessarily true. I need to unlearn Mm -hmm. them. And there needs to be patience on both, both sides. sides. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, let me just leave it at that. It has to come from, it has to come from both sides, really. Yeah, it's always, yeah, I think it's both, it's both sides. Mm-hmm. It's both sides. It's very, it's just, I feel like this, this topic is going to be like, it's, since I've been in the US since 2016, like, it's always something that always, it's always it's always a topic like it's always something mm-hmm. you know and i feel like some people are learning right i feel like it's even better like, it will be better now yeah. like there's a lot of collaboration like i feel like i feel like just, i think it's just being open-minded like mm-hmm. when i became open-minded like i felt so comfortable yeah like, i didn't see any difference release yourself from the i shackles. released myself like yeah. i started doing everything Try you know i started remember that time like so from after like sophomore year I never saw, I remember like joining the frat, like I never saw myself doing that thing. Okay, you know? I have questions you know? about this. I found out that you're a Sigma, right? Yes, five years Sigma. Alright, um, we're in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. One, we already have a, we, we already have our own relationship yeah. with like, frats. Are you in <laughs> a frat here in a cult? Done. No questions. Malik, did dad ever give you like, things about, don't join a frat, like did you get any of that moving? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. He just told me I shouldn't do my hair near and I shouldn't pierce my hair. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't put, get tattooed. I shouldn't, yeah, don't get tattooed. Don't, 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 don't be like them. Who's mm. mm. them? Who's them? That's tough. That's tough. Did you get a talk like that? I, I did, I did actually. Yeah. I, did. I, I went to Gantry. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Let me put that, that, that was a very funny, that was a very, that was a very crazy experience because I feel like, no, so, so cult is actually a different thing. Like, cult is like different. Yeah. Frat is basically like, it's, it's brotherhood, it's, 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 it's an organization. It's mm-hmm. all about like, How did it come about? Like, how did, yeah, how did you, because one, I didn't know, I knew there were frats in America, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about like Divine Nine, like brand, yeah, yeah, black. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. So how did you learn about that? How well, did what's you... Divine Nine? What's Divine Nine? So Divine Nine are the, the nine um, main black fraternities or sororities. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
How do you know Lewis? I went to Drexel. <laughs> okay. You yeah. know, they still have dinner there. I don't know, but some of them don't really have like the full. They might have like, out of dinner, they might have like maybe three, four. Yeah, we have. But HBCs, they tend to have like at least six, seven. How many did you guys have? We had, we had eight. Yeah, you had like almost we have our own lives. Yeah, yeah, we did have eight. Where? We had like every, every, everything. But we didn't have our that's on my in my campus mm-hmm. because for some reason, and I tend to see that like you know like in the colleges around us, you know. So yeah, but how did it? How did you? How did you become familiar with like? It right. Yeah, and wanting to do it. So I remember like. I had, a, I had a friend, we were just talking about like, you know, college and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember saying to him that I'm never going to join a frat, that, that's, that's nonsense. Mm-hmm. I remember using that statement, right? So imagine from <laughs> Boy, going from there yeah. to like actually joining. And joining is not just, you just sign paper. Yeah. Your name, your email, you rush. It's a whole three months process with money, even exam days, everyone <laughs> process, ceremony, everything is like long. Yeah. So I think like, it was, it was when I started like coming out, started um, you know, being out there because I used to do things like um, obviously academic wise, like things were stable for me and everything. Mm-hmm. But I wanted, I wanted more. As a smart guy, you know, continue. Yeah, no more, no, no. That time we were mm-hmm. rich. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you know, you guys, you guys did there when it comes to the books because mm-hmm. you can't lose that scholarship. See that currency, also, that exchange <laughs> rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you remember that exchange rate, they used to people carry your notes. Yeah. Go, 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 <laughs> But like I started like when I so when I started growing up, I started having friends, mm-hmm. and some of them were in D nine, okay. you know. So specifically, I noticed that so my school like the non African Americans were mostly from the Caribbean, hmm. right? So like I had like Jamaicans, friends like mm-hmm. Trinidad, um, you know Barbados, like you know the places like that. Yeah. So most of them tended to be in Five Year Sigma. Okay. Like the guys, I was like, ah, what is this fun all about? You know. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like one of how one of my change, one of my friends changed, like how he's he became a man. Like I saw this guy from a like the way he grew as a person, like his personality, the way he carried mm-hmm. himself was actually I saw that growth in it. I was like, ah, we came in together and I'm seeing this change. I mean, I want, I want to have that change. Oh, so wow. you know, he started being involved, started like presenting like a man and everything. That's dope. You know, and that's those are things you, you go to college to not just academic, yeah. but, you know, evolve, yeah. Because now in corporate world now, like you have to you grow, have to represent yeah. yourself. Yeah. So he um. So I talked to him, I was like, ah, this pertains to you join, tell me about it. Mm. Then I did my research. I got to know that it's actually something huge. Like they have chapters in different countries, different yeah. continents. I didn't even know that the first president of Nigeria was a Sigma. First president of Ghana was a Sigma. Yeah. Presidents true. of Liberia yeah. were Sigmas. Two presidents. So like it's, it's <laughs> the connection is not just in the African American community. Yeah, it's in different spread. places. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. I was like, ah. I started knowing things and like I read read about like, you know, the history, read about you know the motto read about like different things i'm like huh this thing is not sense. it's not what i thought it was i thought it was like some cold things i didn't want so when i started mm-hmm. studying learning about the process i was like i'm cool and i didn't even know that the people from the chapter were already like because i do i present myself so i was also trying to like carry myself well mm-hmm. so when i expressed my interest they just barely even expressed my interest there were people that were willing to like sponsor me because like there's a fee attached to it mm-hmm. you know so like i didn't even get to pay the fee like people sponsored me oh that's dope you know, Man. like they wanted me to be there because because it's it's kind of like it's like you know like in jobs, right? For example, Google wants to hire like people that are, you know very smart and know what they're doing. That's not just for scientists. They want to hire people that they see old they could actually benefit from and they could be like mm. they could thrive from being right. from being exactly. in the group. Yeah. 
so that's how everything started you know then i i don't want to tell my parents and you know things because yeah. they thought it was um cults yeah, you know until thing. later when i joined myself so i was like i hope you would not join i hope you would not join the cult i was like no no, no it's not cult don't worry mm. <laughs> so then i just you know got the i was able to get like funding from sponsors i was able to to, to sponsor to fund me mm-hmm. um you know then we started with the process you know has a lot of things in between then I was able to, there's like exams there's like ceremonies in between you know that's, that's how everything went like mm-hmm. and from there like it's been it's been it's been amazing like i've been able to meet people like anytime i go to the airport i make sure i have like like letters on me mm-hmm. i run into people I, like just barely knowing to like run into people like they already accept you like oh you know they already, your brother. They yeah. already have like yeah. this welcoming spirits mm-hmm. you know it's, it's so crazy like i was just in the airport like this like someone would just see my my letters will come and approach me like you know make sure i'm good make sure everything is you know connect that's the connection already what was the nicest thing you've gotten as a result of like being like in a frat ah I've actually so I'll say the nicest things I've gotten is I've so like I got scholarships on top of the scholarship I had. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. And it was it so like and I also got like money from it like mm-hmm. because like there's different so example they host like competitions for example they they because they also help in the communities they can host they can host oh. like maybe business case study. Mm-hmm. I always because that time now that time me I was a book person in college yeah. now so I'll go there and chop money come back and also like I'll, I'll help. <laughs> You know, I remember like and and through me like a lot of people from other chapters were able to join. I had yeah. a friend from Lincoln University, for me was able to be coming sigma because of me. Mm-hmm. So like at the end of the day, like as I'm benefiting, I'm benefiting, as I'm benefiting, I'm benefiting. Mm-hmm. It was like that way. I would go to conferences back then. There's always like some dinner and link up. Yeah. I would link up, enjoy myself. You know, yeah. come back home. It was just it was just it so sense, nice, man. Yeah. yeah. What so, would you? What advice would you give to somebody who is? An African immigrant like yourself who's trying to like maybe explore that. Yeah, who's considering joining so, yeah. a yeah, so yeah. So I would say like just just know what you want to join. Mm-hmm. Because like it's kinda like for life. You can't denounce your letters, it's a thing, but it's kinda like an abomination. You yeah. know, you can't just join like and maybe after three years, four years you denounce your letters. Mm-hmm. It is possible, I've seen people do that, but come on yeah you know so like just do your research right um do your research know what you're joining know like why you're joining so who join for clouds i never joined for cloud like yeah. so who join to get girls and you know all the clouds mm-hmm. fame all those mm-hmm. things you know just just know why you're joining then know like what the process is because you know some processes are not that clean like just just know everything and do some research about it like mm-hmm. like me knowing like it was a big thing knowing that oh there's even presidents of different african countries that were part of this organization yeah like i remember i went to I for like a in a, a national conference you see the caliber of people i saw i was like nah man That's no black women now to be like they're not so prison now they have that swag yeah. that flair yeah, yeah. yeah. you saw that has money yusuf you will know now <laughs> like i like all those things those things give me joy like yeah. just like all those things like you see so i remember i met one guy business is everywhere like it's just nice something to aspire to and I guess. yeah so like and me hopefully sometime i'll be that big man that will say oh there's this african that wants to join or mm. this african guy that wants to join i can sponsor him and everything so it's all it's all, it's all about like giving back and also yeah. you know did so you ever consider say. malik did you ever consider say, joining did you ever consider joining not really yeah i didn't want i didn't want additional responsibility to all the responsibilities i already had you know oh and i don't think and i didn't think i, I saw the benefits at the time 
Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't really really on my mind. And maybe like mm-hmm. when I started maybe looking at it, looking at it, maybe I was already like in my junior year and I was like, I'm not gonna do it now, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't think I really ever seriously considered it either. Like I had I had a lot of friends. Again, like the a lot of the black people at my school, there was a good amount of people who were first gen like kids. So a lot of them too also grew up in like African households like in the US, right? And so a lot of them took pledged. So I knew it wasn't like and it wasn't just like a you know black yeah, American thing, yeah, yeah. but still it was like it was so foreign to me. Exactly. I didn't know a lot about it, mm-hmm. and also the process sounded yeah. long. Yeah. And I was like, when the process scale can even can even scale even if you yeah. scare yeah. you and it can just be like it can be like it's not worth it and yeah. everything. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I see it. I see it two ways. Like if 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 you're part of it good, if you're not mm-hmm. part of it good, like no one should look at anyone differently. Yeah, it's an organization. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at it. Like last last yeah. It's not like you are part of this mm-hmm. superhero squad or anything. <laughs> you are like a normal person that is just part of an organization. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, superhero squad sounds kind of nice, actually. I, I <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so now that you're, you've kind of come to terms with like being black, um, mm-hmm. all of that good stuff, how would you say you identify? Me? Yeah. Like if it's like, like give me a scenario. Okay, if somebody hi asks you, hi hi, how are you? What's your name? Good, Marcel. Marcel, Marcel, where are you from? I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Are you Nigerian? Are you are you from the U.S.? I'm I'm from Nigeria. Grew up, born and bred. So he still identifies as an African. I'm still yeah, African. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like if like you now you're feeling from right and you mm-hmm. see like black slash African American. Yeah. I mean, that's what you take. That's the only option. You know, because really that's that's. I, I know that they they they. I've, I've, I remember like job, like even job search and everything. You see like white Caucasian, Hispanic, blah, 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 then they'll be like black slash African American. Mm-hmm. That's like the closest. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're not gonna deep dive deep and say Lagos, Nigeria. No, I some forms they dive deep though. Some exactly. Forms do like what type of black? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Some forms do that, but not all. Though. Yeah, yeah, not all of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, that's why I say it really depends on the situation. Yeah, I've been. Let me. Ask, how do you identify? Um, I identify as like Nigerian first and foremost. Yeah, I definitely say like if people ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from Lagos. Yeah, because I don't saying see... I was from Nigeria exactly. was hard to say for a while because I was like, there's so many Nigerian narratives that exist mm. that to some extent I'll say Lagos and you say where is Lagos, Nigeria? Yeah. I should just say Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah. I don't see a scenario where anybody who comes from Nigeria, at least, mm. definitely for school. To the mm-hmm. US or anywhere in diaspora changes that identification. Okay, Even though when I first moved to I would say I was from Houston because like because people would ask Yeah. And where you from is actually very It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. So where you from can mean like where were you born? Yeah, where are your parents, that where kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly is is really like mm-hmm. where you from. And in America, it was, it was a little confusing by the way of Yeah. It's kind of confusing for, for me too and I've been because our parents lived in Houston, so our parents were in the US. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if I say, you know, I'm going home to Houston for the holidays, but like mm-hmm. I'm I'm Nigerian, like mm-hmm. even those my parents are in Houston, them too, they are, yeah, they're they they're from Nigeria. Yeah. And the same way me, I'm going to Lagos for December or whatever. Them too, they are going home on the same mm-hmm. flight as well. Oh, so I feel like I feel like when I first came to the US, I was I would mostly say. Houston, then once 
people ask me too many questions. I'm like, my bad. You have to change it, yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm from Lagos. I'm from Lagos. Not even like, because yeah. don't even ask me anything about anything else from Nigeria. I don't yeah, know. that's why you say Lagos. I, I, I don't know too much. Ask me about Lagos. I, that mm-hmm. one I can tell you. Because you say you're from Nigeria, someone will say, Oh, I had a friend in Canada. Oh, mm. So, sitting in, in Ugri, I'm like, mm, I know nothing. I know nothing. Today. Yeah, I can't help you. I'm so no, sorry. It's crazy because how many states have you been to in Nigeria? How many states do you ever visit in Nigeria? How many states do you have visited in the US? It's, it's pretty That's much, it. it's more, right, in the US than Nigeria, right? Of course. You see? I lived in Port Harcourt for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then. Lived in Lagos. Lagos most of my life. Mm-hmm. The only other, I mean, I went to school in Ogun State, Nagbara, mm-hmm. which is on the border. Mm-hmm. But let's let's just add it. Just allow me add it. Then yes. Abuja. Yeah. So Abuja, Ogun, Lagos, and Port Harcourt. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's like five, I mean. But help me settle this matter. Help me settle this matter. If, like me now, if you ask mm-hmm. me where I'm from, I'll tell mm-hmm. you I'm from Lagos, mm-hmm. right? Because I lived in Lagos. I grew up in Lagos. My father is from Lagos State. Wow. My mother is from Ugo State. So, like Lagos, but my like, mom grew up in Lagos too. Yeah, but I'm, if we are to if we are to have village, I can show you my village in Lagos in Lagos State. Yeah. I, can, I can take you. Oh, there. you guys, you guys are you guys are like one of the Lagos. Oh, nice, 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 nice. So, like well, so I'm from Lagos now. Tell me if I'm being pretentious, but anytime someone else says they are from Lagos, I'm like, bro, you're not from Lagos. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. You're a hater. I, I don't understand. You're I don't understand. No, 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 no. Where are you from? I, I hope Marcel will be sensitive to matter. Am I, am I, am I being somehow? But Marcel is from Lagos. Oh, I'm from Lagos. No, I'm from Lagos. I feel like. What does Marcel, what, what, what Marcel's mom call him? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, like, Thank you very much. You know, like, I barely even have any. I can count it as a visited like, yeah. like, like in most states. Yeah. I feel like where you're from is, is kind of like where do you grow? I don't know when you were born, where do you grow? Because yeah. that's what nurtures you, that's who you are. Yeah. You understand? Like, okay. But it's funny because some people have like mixed like experience. Some people were like equally brought up in a certain place and also different like in another place too. Mm-hmm. But something like me, like, ah, I remember my gap here in Lagos. I knew Lagos like the back of my finger. So, like, mm. I can't even that time back in like Imo State, like in the village. Oh, you took a gap year before you started college? Yeah, yeah, I did a gap year. Did we all do this gap year thing? Because we also uh, took gap year. Yeah. yeah, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I also did SAT. I also did SAT lessons as well. Yeah. Yeah, before before I feel writing. Like a lot of people experience a lot of a lot of experiences, like a lot of similar mm-hmm. you know, experiences. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I'm curious, um, for one of the future episodes, I really love talking to um somebody in the UK because I feel like the UK black experiences way different from like the US or Canada or something. Mm. Even Canada, I want to hear their own stories actually, yeah. Yeah, because Canada is different because they don't really necessarily have like a black Canadian yeah, or an like, African Canadian. Like they don't, they, they do, right? There's history of like, but it's more of immigrants. Yeah, which right? is why I think the US, You know what I mean? You know like Canada also has like, black, like African Canadians, like those people that are doing the underground um, real train, all those things that happened. Mm-hmm. And like also like the people that fled to Nova Scotia from America, some African Americans during like the hard times, like during, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I didn't know that. There, there was actually racism in Canada too. But These guys have been booked. See, no, no, no. He, he seems like an intellectual. But t- <laughs> there has to be, 
in Canada, if you're feeling for them, they have to have African American books, no? I'll be African Canadian. Probably have like African Canadian or black or like. I've, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. even heard the term African Canadian. Have you guys really heard? Canadians. I've, never, I've only heard black Canadian. Canadian. I can't even really lie. I can't lie. As I said it, as I said it, it was somehow in my mouth. Yeah. 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 My tongue self. I just Very my funny. tongue don't pronounce them well like. <laughs> Same, like something that yeah, they'll probably have like a yeah. black or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's true. I feel like them too. They'll have that junk. I feel like most of them shall be immigrants, first or second yeah. generation, maybe Africans or Caribbeans or something. Mm-hmm. But obviously they still have that jar line or but it's very it's very minimal. Like, okay. I have one more question for you. Malik, let me if you have any questions. What would uh, your just advice be to somebody who They've picked Lagos, they've picked Nigeria universities and they're like, I don't want to do this. What what would you what would you have done differently or what would you tell them to do differently? Differently. As in to up their chances. So I think first thing is like they just need to know ah are they ready for like the whole like because like you might get money, scholarships and everything, but you know, you have to get bare much, you have to maintain it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you still, like, when you still move to the US, you still have the still cost, cost of living. Yeah. See it then, you know, so, like, all those factors. Mm-hmm. And also, like, obviously, you need to know, okay, to get this, you need to study, you need to apply early. Mm-hmm. So, there's, like, this whole knowing what you're getting yourself into. There's also knowing, okay, the exams and the processes I need to go. Mm-hmm. There's also knowing, okay, this is what I have to maintain to keep this. Yeah. And my guess is that when they get this, college or when they get this admission they will probably want to do more than that so you need to know like okay what am i doing after you know because you guys always like you still you came as a student you like a student yeah get your education get your degree what's next so like so while you're in school start planning next exactly yeah. you don't need to know it's very hard for you to know initially because you're still 17 18 16 mm-hmm. but like just know your back of your mind that at some point i have to start planning for yeah. what happens after yeah, you, so. yeah. Malik, do you have any questions yeah. No, that is all for the intellectual today. Thank you very much, Marcel. Yeah, this was sure, amazing. Man. I had so much fun. That no, was, was was great, man. Like <laughs> the whole Lagos thing you said busted my head. Say what the wrong call you. But it was, it was nice, man. I actually like this podcast. Like like you said, like different people have different. Say it again, so in case they didn't hear it. Oh, I actually like this. I like the idea of this podcast. Thank you, thank you, know, you. thank like, you. It's, it's, <laughs> Jack Ryan is a thing. Like if you go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Literally said Jaguar, you see, you see tweets mm-hmm. every minute. Like, is a thing like Nigeria, like with the whole struggles and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very important topic, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, what's your experience here? Okay, what's your experience back there? It's like mm-hmm. all these little conversations will build up, man. Are you hearing? Yeah. Better start putting your people on all these important conversations to be having. Yeah. But but yeah, I think I think it was, it was nice. It was nice talking to you guys, man. Awesome. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, um, my Insta- your boot yeah, you guys can follow me. You know, my Instagram. Is, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not in the. Um, you know, just say I guess. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys are like guess. You guys gonna. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, um, you guys should follow me because there's some things that we we're working out in Austin, Texas. You know, mm-hmm. so I will need like I need people. I need folks. Mm-hmm. So my Instagram is actually Marcel M A R. C A L L dot N C. Sweet, sweet. Um, and my my Twitter handle is Marcel instead of the dot underscore. So mm-hmm. Marcel underscore N C. 
Awesome. Then LinkedIn. Yeah. Ah, my last name is too long to spell. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn, let's go. The guy says I'm interlinked. You're not following. He's a guy right here. My bad, my bad, my bad. LinkedIn, Marcel, M A R C L. Um, last name N W A U K W A. How do you pronounce your last name? Wang 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 Subscribe, follow at Jaguar Diaries. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Right. Cheers. <laughs>